Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, my love. Welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. If you didn't notice, last week there was no episode, and that is because I had some technical difficulties. And I'm sorry, in the two plus years that I've been doing this podcast, I've actually never missed a week. But last week was out of my control, and it actually was a really good lesson for me to just surrender and be okay with the fact that it didn't happen. I am a recovering perfectionist, and I am also a woman of my word, which that is something that will come up in today's episode in a little bit. But I pride myself on doing what I say I'm going to do. I show up when I say I'm going to show up. And it was a tough pill for me to swallow last week, having to accept that I couldn't show up. But like I said, it was, it was a good lesson for me because life is not perfect. And what is equally as powerful as being a woman or a person of your word is to be flexible and to know when to hold on and when to let go, right? In yoga and in life, there's this delicate dance between holding on and letting go. That is balance. And yeah, I just thought it was an interesting lesson for me last week because I kind of came to this conclusion that that was one of those moments where I had to just find acceptance and let it be and know that the world will keep on turning, that everyone will be okay, nothing's that serious, and we'll pick up again next week. Anyway, here we are. Welcome back. Thank you for your patience. I did order a new mic and some new equipment for the podcast, so hopefully the sound quality will be even better, and hopefully there will be no further technical difficulties once I get this equipment. Mind you, I have not gotten it in yet, so we'll see how today goes, but so far so good. So today I wanted to talk to you about confidence. And this episode was loosely inspired by a community call that I had, the final community call with the most recent cycle of my 12-week yoga-inspired self-discovery program, the yoga-inspired life program. And something that I was really sitting with after the call was how so many of us shrink back and choose not to go after the things we want because we don't feel confident or worthy. And oftentimes this is a result of limiting beliefs that have not been looked at, but it's also a choice that you've made. Whether you believe it or not, you're choosing to not be confident. You're telling yourself you're not confident. You've made it a habit to not feel confident. You've adopted behaviors that don't nourish confidence. And this really comes down to, I think, a lack of self-awareness. And before we dive into this episode, if you didn't know already, I've decided to open one last cycle of the Yoga Inspired Life program in 2022. 
I typically don't reopen the program so quickly after one cycle has finished, but I've gotten a flood of DMs and emails requesting that I reopen it and also just so much feedback around this feeling of stagnation and not knowing the next step in life. And that's the goal of the Yoga Inspired Life program is to help you gain clarity, is to help you build confidence, is to help you live an inspired life. Yes, it's a yoga inspired life because so many of the teachings of yoga philosophy are so incredibly powerful when you apply them to your life, but it's your version of an inspired life. Yes, we touch on manifestation. We touch on limiting beliefs, which is super important and vital to look at if you want to build confidence. We talk about creating an action plan. We talk about yoga philosophy, meditation, pranayama. It's all in there. And I just kind of feel like it's the end of the year. It's November 1st. We have two months left of this year. And if you are feeling stuck, uninspired, or unmotivated, I am inviting you to apply to join. Again, like I said, I typically don't open a new cycle so quickly after one finishes, but I just want you to get yourself set up for 2023. If you feel like this year hasn't gone your way or you didn't do what you wanted to do or you're still unsure what you want to do, it's not too late. The link to the program page is down in the show notes. You can read more about the program there and on there, there are a few different opportunities for you to add your email to the wait list. And from there, you'll receive an email with more information and next steps. Otherwise, you can go to shaylaquinn.com, drop down in the menu bar, click program, and it's all there. This is an open and closed program, meaning I only open it a couple of times a year. I do it on an intuitive basis, so there are no more planned cycles currently. The next opportunity to join, so this current cycle that I'm talking to you about, begins on November 21st. So you have a couple of weeks to prepare. There are limited spaces available. And yeah, I'm really excited. I just felt this intuitive nudge over the weekend. I took the weekend off of social media and really turned inwards and thought about how I'm feeling and what I need and what I want to do and what fills me up and what I want to focus on. And something that kept coming up for me was the Yoga Inspired Life program because it's such a powerful healing container and it's just such a transformational experience. And I want to share that with more people. So again, you can head down to the show notes for more information, but for now, let's talk confidence. I feel like everybody at some point in their life has struggled with feeling confident. And just to make sure that we're all on the same page, the literal definition of confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Firm trust, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. And lastly, the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. I think a lot of times we expect confidence to just be there and we think we either have it or we don't. And I couldn't disagree with that school of thought more. Confidence is something that you choose. I want you to look at confidence as a choice and it's a skill. It's a skill that you can learn and nurture and grow and strengthen. But like any skill, you have to put effort into it. If you're not working on your confidence muscle, it's not going to grow and it's not going to feel accessible to you, right? It's like never stepping foot in a gym and expecting to 
be ripped and be able to squat 150 pounds. That's not how it works. You got to show up. You got to go to the gym. You got to build up your strength and resistance and stamina, etc. So if you're feeling like you're struggling with confidence, the first thing that you need to do is recognize that you have chosen to not focus on feeling more confident and that there are things that you can do to feel more confident. If confidence is the state of feeling certain about the truth of something, and we're talking about you as a person, and you're not feeling confident about you as a person, about your skills, about what you have to offer, about maybe the way you look, about the way that you're showing up, that to me is a sign that there's some self-discovery work that needs to be done. There are some limiting beliefs that need to be looked at and rewritten to form a new narrative that supports you in feeling more confident. Confidence is a choice. Again, it's not something that you either just have or don't. I really believe that you choose to be confident. It's almost like that old saying of, you gotta fake it till you make it. Think about the version of you, the confident version of you, and start showing up as her now. You gotta be and do the thing to have the thing. You gotta start showing up confident and start identifying as a confident person to have confidence. You gain more by doing. I hope this is making sense. When it comes to confidence, your limiting beliefs are such an important piece of the puzzle because what you believe about yourself on a soul deep level is not only gonna control how confident or not confident you are, but it's essentially going to affect your life in every single aspect. Because your beliefs about yourself, your core beliefs, are ultimately going to dictate what kind of love and relationships you think that you're worthy and deserving of, or what is acceptable. It's going to dictate what kind of work or income you think is acceptable for you, or that you're worthy and deserving of, so on and so forth. Having clarity around your core beliefs and what you believe about yourself and choosing your own truth is absolutely vital if you want to start feeling more confident. This is why self-discovery work is so important because a lot of us move through life never sitting with ourselves and reflecting about who we are and what we believe is true. We just kind of take on whatever anybody else has put on us and we move through life in that way. And we wonder why we're unhappy and why we lack confidence and why our lives don't feel good. Curiosity and self-reflection, two major things that come into play here. I think too, confidence can take a hit when you're too focused outside of yourself. When I'm too busy looking at everybody else's life on social media, or I'm comparing, or I'm hyper-focused on somebody or something else, I don't feel as confident. When I'm not taking care of myself, I don't feel as confident. When I'm not showing up for myself, I don't feel as confident. When I don't have things that I'm working on that I'm excited about, I don't feel as confident. And I was really only able to gain clarity around all of those things because I did the self-discovery work, because I got curious and I reflected and I stopped looking for the answers outside of myself and instead sat with myself and asked myself, what makes you feel good? How can we take care of you? What is your truth? What are your standards? What are your core beliefs? Also, what are your limiting beliefs? Oftentimes people that are not feeling confident, I find that it's because they are married to their limiting beliefs. 
and they are addicted to the negative self-talk. And you might be like, well, I have all this evidence that this limiting belief is true or this negative thing I say about myself is true. And my answer to you is like, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right, right? Whether you think you are or you think you aren't, you're right. Whatever you say. If you want to keep living by that narrative, fine. But you're not going to feel any better and you're not going to feel any more confident. You might think it's true. It might be true. But the only way to get out of the cycle of lacking self-confidence and negative self-talk is to write a new story is to write a new narrative, is to get off the hamster wheel and start showing up as your highest self. Start showing up as the confident person that you want to be. And it might feel a little weird at first and it might feel a little fake and you might feel like, I don't believe this, but I'm telling you, you have to start to believe it and then you will see it and start to feel it. It's like stepping into the gym for the first time and working out and you're like, I'm not a fit person. It's like, Nothing's happening. This is stupid. No, things are happening. Just because you can't see it happening yet doesn't mean it's not happening. You have to keep showing up consistently and believe that by showing up, you will start to see the results with consistency and belief. That kind of brings me to another point, and that is something that can help you feel more confident is keeping the promises that you make to yourself. And the reason why I kind of took that segue is because this also helped me in my fitness journey, as well as just in general, in terms of creating new habits. When you break promises that you make to yourself, it decreases the level of confidence that you have in yourself. And these can be big and or small promises. It doesn't have to be anything major. It can be as small as I'm going to go to yoga every single Monday morning. And then Monday morning rolls around and you're like, eh, I know I said I was gonna go, but I'm kind of busy. Or I kind of don't feel like it and not going. That's You're breaking a promise to yourself. And every time you break that promise, you're showing yourself that you can't trust yourself. And you cannot have confidence in something or someone that you cannot trust, right? In the beginning of this episode, I gave you the definition of confidence. The feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Firm trust. If you can't trust yourself to do what you say you're going to do, then confidence is going to be really difficult for you to attain. So one way to start building confidence is to keep the promises that you make to yourself. And look, let's make it easy. Let's make it accessible. Let's just get the ball rolling. Start by making small promises to yourself that you can keep so that you can start to build that self-trust and start to cultivate confidence. This is much more effective than going balls to the wall and saying you're going to commit to something huge and then not following through. Because again, every time you break promises to yourself, I don't care if it's big or small. Every time you break promises to yourself, you are rejecting yourself and you are showing yourself that you cannot trust yourself. And that is the quickest way to repel confidence. The other thing you must have, the other side of the coin here, my sweet friend, is self-forgiveness. You've got to forgive yourself too in those moments where you don't show up or you don't do the thing. It's not about perfection. It's about being more mindful and intentional. You're not always going to get it right. There are going to be moments where you break a promise to yourself. And what is much more important to me is that you, in those moments, have the awareness that like, ooh, okay, I promised myself I would do this thing. I chose to not do this thing. And I feel like shit. That did not feel good. I 
I'm not going to do that again. That's a way more powerful lesson, right? Is having that awareness of like, yeah, that doesn't feel good when I don't show up for myself. I was listening to this podcast. I wish I could remember who it was so that I could credit them, but they said something along the lines of like, your ability to forgive, let go and move on quickly after you have made a mistake is directly correlated to your level of confidence as well as self-trust and bravery. Because you know that even if you try something and you miss the mark or you have a misstep, it's okay. And it's not the end of the world. You know that you're going to still continue to show up. And I think that this is such an important skill to have, to be able to forgive yourself and to give yourself grace in those moments. I think I briefly mentioned this earlier, but taking time to fill up your own cup, self-care, taking care of yourself, putting in a little extra time to get yourself ready, even if that's still not wearing any makeup, but wearing a matching sweatsuit. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. I don't know what it is, even though I'm still technically in like a version of pajamas, putting on a matching sweatsuit, putting some waves in my hair and putting some brow gel in just makes me feel so much more confident. It really does make a difference. And it's not about the way that you look. It's about the way that you feel. You're not going to find confidence outside of yourself. You're not going to find confidence through validation from others. It's not about what's happening outside of you. It's about you. It's about how you feel. It's about how you're speaking to yourself, what you believe about yourself. So it's like, if you're not feeling confident or you've experienced something that has knocked your confidence a little bit, take some time to do some self-care. Go get your hair done or do your own hair or take a long bath. Show up for yourself. Get yourself ready. Put on an outfit that makes you feel cute and confident and good. Also, if you are struggling with confidence, get off social media for a little bit, a couple of hours, maybe a day if you're feeling crazy. Stop scrolling. Give yourself a break. Look, I love social media. Social media is my passion. It's my career. It's how I survive, right? I love social media, but it is easy to get caught up in everybody else and lose sight of you. I don't think that social media is the root of all comparison, but it definitely makes it easier, right? Like before social media, we had magazines and we had MTV. We had all different ways of comparing ourselves, but social media just makes it so easy because it's right on your phone and our phones are always in our hands 24 seven. So if you're feeling like you're lacking self-confidence, take a little break, or maybe you just mute the accounts that make you feel the urge to compare and focus on you for a moment. Again, it could literally just be a day, but give yourself a day to live your life in real time. Feel into what makes you feel good. The other thing I mentioned earlier was creating something that I'm proud of, focusing on a project, doing something that makes me feel good, makes me feel more confident. Maybe that's baking something. Maybe that's trying something new. Maybe that's taking lessons to work on a skill that you'd like to focus on. This is a wonderful way to build confidence, to better yourself, to hone your skills. Oftentimes when I'm struggling with confidence, it's because I don't have clarity or direction. I don't feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose or I feel like I'm not being intentional with my time. And this is again, something that is covered in depth in the yoga inspired life program, because with having clarity and having some semblance of control over the way your life looks and feels, you know what you're doing. You have clarity around the truth 
of what it is that you want to do and how you want to spend your time and how you're showing up. And that brings confidence. Having a loose plan or an idea or a handle on your goals and desires will make you feel more confident because you know what you're doing. Think about if you get in a car and you don't know where you're going, you don't know when you're going to turn left or right, you don't know which direction you're supposed to be going. You can't feel confident because you don't know where you're going. But when you get in the car with directions or you get in the car with an overall destination that you know, okay, I know the destination, you can drive with confidence. Same thing goes with life. If you're kind of floating through life with no direction, no purpose, no clarity, kind of hard to feel confident, you know? But if you can walk through life with a plan and a destination, and look, the destination might change, but that's okay. You're always moving with the destination in mind. You can walk through life confidently. I really think that confidence begins and ends with you in your mind. You can choose to be confident. You can also make the choice to build your confidence and focus on building confidence and let that be a focus of yours. Give it some energy, give it some time and consistency. And again, just like with any other skill, the more you do it, the more fluid it's going to start to feel, the more second nature it's going to start to feel. Confidence is an attitude. It's a state of mind. Put your blinders on, focus on all of the incredible qualities you have about yourself. Focus on the things that make you unique and different. Look at your limiting beliefs. Catch yourself in the moments of negative self-talk and change the narrative. Get curious, dive into some self-discovery work, whether that's through my program, The Yoga Inspired Life, or go to your local bookstore and get some books on self-discovery work and self-improvement work. And make the choice right now that you are going to be a confident person moving forward. That doesn't mean you're gonna feel 120% 24-7. That's not realistic. But your default mode is confidence. This is a choice you can make, and I'm inviting you to make that choice right now. All right, I'm gonna love you and leave you. I hope you have an amazing week, and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.